Welcome to Team Talk News. I'm your host, Phil Cost, co-director of the Epic News Network, a journalism program for students of Epic Charter Schools. Joining us today, Solomon, Max, Jensen, Grace Ann, Devin, and Rayleigh. We've got a great group of students here today ready to talk about what's happening in the news. And the latest news came out yesterday in the wake of the Capitol riots. President Donald Trump became the first president in U.S. history uh, to go through impeachment twice in the House. Obviously, there's still a Senate portion uh, to removal from office, which is unlikely. But there's been some new developments even since then. Jensen, tell us what you've been reading about. The Georgia Representative um, Ajoy Taylor Green announced that she would be filing articles of impeachment against President-elect Joe Biden, um, directly following his inauguration. On he she tweet on a tweet um, on January 13th, she said, "On January 21st, 2021, I will be filing articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for abuse of power." Why would you impeach somebody who hasn't even had a chance to do anything yet? Like, it's, it's, it's unreasonable. It's likely not going to go anywhere uh, because, um, because the Democrats will still be in control of the House. And then the other thing that we, we've been talking about are the arrests uh, related to the Capitol riots. I don't really know. I feel like some of it's being handled pretty good and then others of it is not. What were your thoughts when you were watching the news coverage, Grace? And you want to be a, a professional broadcaster. When you you see the you know you see the footage from from going around and you know the destruction of equipment and, and that sort of thing. You know what does that what does that make you feel like when you seeing that sort of stuff? It was definitely really saddening. Saddening. I feel like they shouldn't have done that. I feel like it should have been a peaceful protest, and I feel like they could have done much more than just like. Quietly, quietly, than just what they did. It's definitely saddening. Rayleigh, you might be our youngest one here, so you've got the most uh, most distance between you and the voting booth. As a as a young adult looking at these uh, these things happening on a national stage, what does it make you think about your future or the future of the country? Scared because all the stuff and the riots happening. Devin, what what are your thoughts as we uh, as we head into kind of these uncharted territories? Why is everything happening? That's my point of view. Or what I think about it. So now we, we we talked in our classroom discussion today about the First Amendment. Someone remind uh, speak up and tell me what the First Amendment protects. Solomon. Right, so free speech, free, um, freedom of religion, and the press. Peaceful protests and petition and to petition the government. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Solomon. Well, Solomon, uh, let's okay. go with you. What is it? What is the First Amendment not protect? Well, it doesn't. It doesn't protect things like what we saw on. On Wednesday, on Wednesday the sixth, it doesn't protect things like that, and like if it, it, it doesn't, it it doesn't protect things that are seen as a threat or that could cause physical harm to people. And as we see people, we we see the discussions going on over uh, the president's ban from the top social media platforms, 
and uh, and other conservative groups and conspiratorial groups that are getting banned. Is that a violation of someone's First Amendment right? No, it is not because it is a privately owned company, so they have the right to ban you. Rayleigh, is it a good idea to ban people like that for the companies? What do you think? I don't think so. And why not? Because they could be trying to do better stuff there. You think maybe it's better to, to see what people are saying out in the open as opposed to having them go to some back channel that's harder to find? Yeah. Devin, what else? You, you just mentioned something in the chat, but Devin, what what is the other concern that's going on right now that you've been reading about? Well, I mean, like what's happened in D.C., everyone's starting riots with each state having one. It's putting everything more at a risk with um, – So there is an FBI bulletin warning about armed protests being planned at the state capitals of all 50 states. I know the Oklahoma Second Amendment Association warned its members not to attend these uh, events because they fear of, you know, law enforcement's going to be, you know, well known about that and that, you know, anything could spark a, you know, potential violence and that's that's not what they want and they say it could uh, set back the Second Amendment uh, Association's uh, political goals if there was violence at one of these. So even as we're dealing with all of that, uh, the Capitol riots and the uh, continued protests, we also have uh, COVID-19 continuing to make surges. Today uh, in the newspaper I read an article that uh, doctors in the Oklahoma City area are concerned enough that they are now having discussions about what would happen if they get overcrowded and you know what decisions will have to be made about who is able to get treatment and who is not able to get treatment. Uh, how has um, how has COVID-19 continued to impact you guys as we're entering uh, a new year and almost a full year since we started all of these pandemic precautions? Um, it's definitely impacted me a lot. I feel like I still get to do most of the things that I love to do, like because I just spend most of the, my time outside. But when I have to go get stuff, I have to wear masks and stay six feet apart, which is really a struggle because I'm very social. So not being able to see people is not, not nice, not fun. And this is, and you are in rural Oklahoma, so it's even had an impact in yeah. where you're at. Yeah, pretty much the church, um, my dad's a pastor at a at the local church, and we've had to we had to go on online, and then we did outside church, and then we moved into the fellowship hall, and so now we're finally starting to start back up and go into the sanctuary and start Sunday school and stuff like that. So it's definitely had an impact with us. Rayleigh, based on the news that you've been reading, do you see us? Do you think we're going to get? better anytime soon or or what do you think is going to be the kind of the next thing do we stay hunkered down for another few months or do you think that the cases are going to start letting up i think it's still going to be a lot of cases because covid has been really big and a lot of bad stuff has happened already and a lot of deaths so we'll probably still have to be in lockdown for a while after we get the vaccine honestly it sucks because <laughs> i haven't been able to see any of my friends in forever when we talk about uh, the governor just announced that there's uh, 
the health department is now offering guidance to schools that says uh, if you have a classroom exposure, someone in your classroom tests positive for COVID, everybody in the classroom does not have to quarantine anymore. Obviously, that applies to more brick-and-mortar schools rather than you guys uh, because you do a lot of your work virtually. However, I know, uh, Devin, you and your brother, uh, Jensen and Rayleigh, you both have been up here to the Blended Learning Center in person. But do you see, you know, changes to quarantine rules helping or hurting uh, as we go forward? I think that um, the... I think that quarantining and wearing masks and staying six feet apart, all that is helping a lot. And I think we should continue to do so because once people get the vaccine, there's, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people who think, oh, we got the vaccine, we're completely safe now and just throws everything out the window. And then cases are going to spike again. So I think we should still continue using, doing all of those protective measures going forward. I think, I, I think, I think it'll take a while for it to, get better because not everybody follows the rules. <laughs> It'll take a while. Um, we got a call from the health department saying that we cannot get the shot because we have had COVID. And so we cannot have the shot till after three months or something like that. Oh yeah, that did go through your family, didn't it? Yeah. Because my parents are both law enforcement, so they, they're like on the first wave or whatever. And so the health department called and told them that they can't get there. Oh, they've got to wait a bit. That's frustrating, I imagine. Well, we weren't going to get it anyways, but. Now you just have to wait a little longer. Yeah. All right, we are about all out of time today for Solomon, Max, Jensen, Grace Ann, Devin, and Rayleigh. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time.